welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast, episode 28A, Explorers After Party. You're walking in the woods. You're all <laughs> alone. Your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> He's following you about 30 feet back. <laughs> He gets down on all four and breaks into a sprint. He's gaining on you. <laughs> on you. <laughs> oh, man. Who's secretly a cannibal? Jeff. <laughs> My god, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> Are you keeping all of that in there? I mean, obviously it's going to be great because he won't know about it when he gets back. Yeah, hey, welcome <laughs> to uh, Steam Powered Scoundrels. And Yay! Time. <laughs> Everyone say yay. Everyone yay. sound excited. Bully! Bully! You're not paying attention. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was having computer More problems. Updated. He'll probably drop. I mean, he'll show up at okay. some point. Hopefully. He's, of, he's the cool kid that shows up late to the party. Okay. Fashionably late. Mm-hmm. But the rest of us are obviously not cool because we're on this podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Doug. <laughs> Hi, Doug. Give me your lunch money. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. Three inches away from me is Victoria. Hello. After that is uh, uh, Nathaniel. Hi. Yeah. So, you said you said hi. <laughs> uh, what, what your dumb name was Crockett. Okay, Nathaniel Crockett. Pretend I said Nathaniel Crockett. Pretending now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After that is Roman Steams. That would be me. Due to all the hot air. <laughs> this man. Steam's a good hand, folks. Mmm, <laughs> steamed hands. Uh, last up, for the time being at least, is Joe, who is new. Hello, I'm new. I thought you were Joe. Hi, Joe. God, no, that's my job. <laughs> oh, well, then, then what's the, the time being's job like for that Joe's here for? Okay, so we got <laughs> Joe on the show because I needed an expert in all things Malifaux. And while oh, I don't boy. know if she knows anything about Malifaux, he has an accent, and therefore we must all believe what he says. Mm. <laughs> the spirit of British colonialism has graced you to talk about people stealing things from lost civilizations. <laughs> we all know. We all know that the British know the most about Malifaux, the American game. <laughs> I thought it was a French game. Mm, correct. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to talk about the Explorers drop. Um, before this, we did the uh, How to Beat the Explorers on also the Calm Down episode, which will be coming out uh, maybe Sunday if I get a lot of work on it. All right. Uh, but you will have listened to that before this because this is coming out after that on a regular scheduled release date, which is hopefully Friday, depending on how editing goes and how long this is. Too but long. Yes, too long. Obviously too long. We're going to gush about the book, get into a bit of spoilers, talk fluff, mostly fluff stuff, mostly fluff stuff, because all the other podcasts are covering gameplay, which, good for them. That's what they're good at. That's but not our flavor. Our flavor is dumb jokes. And anime re- <laughs> and probably being too inebriated to record. Speaking of inebriation, allow me to go make myself another drink. Yeah, go ahead. 
that has never stopped us in the past, and it will never stop us now. <laughs> nothing, nothing is going to stop us short of a C and D from weird. Responsible podcasting is for cowards. <laughs> and even, I like, like Joe. A, like a C and D from weird is just going to make us like write it out. So we're just going to change all the names. <laughs> <laughs> we'll read that and assume it's new, fl- some new fluff piece. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Lucius really loves you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the character Douglas Scoundrels was arrested by the guild. <laughs> that doesn't apply for the future of the characters. Ah <laughs> oh, oh man, I have a headache already from that. Which gremlin would he marry? Oh yeah, I guess that is my fault. Sorry, uh, Victoria was chastising me, but not really. Okay, let's go. Oh goodness, these show notes kind of exploded. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, show notes, step one. Hey, book dropped. Woo. Yay. 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 Thanksgiving weekend. And then in their amazing benevolence, we decided to release the PDF for purchase earlier than it seemed like they were intending to. And then release the cards out on the app earlier than it seemed like they were intending to. So I don't know what their decisions behind that was, but thank you. Weird, if you're listening. Of course they're listening. They're, they, the one intern is contractually obligated to be listening. So It's a Christmas miracle! Yeah, for for all of the, the hellscape that is 2020, this has certainly been a few bright points on the horizon that were suddenly bright points right next to us. Oh, maybe they thought, like, hey, considering the way 2020 has been going, we might actually have an apocalypse by the end of December, so let's get these out now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Some thank, people don't thank you, DJ. Because otherwise it's going to be like someone's sob story about like, oh, the world ended and I never got to see the Explorers cards. <laughs> That's what I was holding so out on the most. Get into Georgia. Some angry blogger in the post-apocalypse. <laughs> A.K.A. Doug. <laughs> I feel like yeah. Doug would be an angry VTuber. Oh, God. Stop suggesting I do that. I found someone on TikTok who does 3D models for 20 bucks. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know what? Do it. <laughs> Great, you coward. Oh, man. Spend all that lovely Patreon money we were rolling. Hey, Ed, uh, uh, support us on Patreon, folks. To, to be um, an angry VTuber. Yeah, because um, you're, you're very nice. Nice people support us on Patreon. And Eli. And also Eli. <laughs> he would he would enjoy that show. Okay. He would. Yes, he would. So inside the book, we got four stories instead of the normal three. Awesome. Ew. Cool. And I then, mean, three and a half. Three, three and a half. Do you mean like... <laughs> this the this inter- is just me being salty because I really hate Cooper's story. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the, oddball. I'm the oddball. I love the Cooper story, but I have a whole, I have a whole reason for that. <laughs> Huh. Okay. Well, no, that's fine. Um, but on top of that, we also got all the cards, obviously, and lovely little fluff or blurbs, blurbs, asterix, no Catalans, <laughs> rip, no Catalans, no Catalans. And I understand why, but still, like, I would love, I would love to be able to be like, hey, I called this. <laughs> I guess I didn't call it. I just knew it because the artwork and all that, and me yeah. being smart and having. Enough free time to be probably a little unsettlingly dedicated to this game. To be fair, it's okay. The only people suffering are my wife and children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, no. and, 
I guess the first thing we will kind of break down, um, I guess, yeah, along with that is a new map, a lovely expanded map of Malifaux, penned by our new lovely Christopher Tannenbaum. It is a nice map. It is a very nice map. I'm going to move this cord. You know, except for the one obvious thing being the scale and having no idea how big this thing is, which (laughs) is like, Map making one hundred and one. What the hell, Chris? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, there is no, there's no, uh, no key. No, uh, like this is how big a thing is. Yeah, we all know that cartography is an imprecise art that no one has perfected. <laughs> it's just especially by, the, especially by the early nineteen hundreds. Exactly. <laughs> you really just kind of put some ink to some paper, and uh, you know, people figure it out. <laughs> no pencils to be found. T- Obviously, like, made something so big, and you can't go back and fix that. That's just impossible at this level. We can we can talk, we can gush a little bit about the map. Uh, one, obviously, expansion. Two, um, there's just a bunch of little fun notes on it. Mm-hmm. Add a lot of flavor to it, and make me very, very curious. We find out where shit is, like Crossroads, and the very important Herald's Cave. And where sand worms are located, which apparently is in the same area as a train track, which seems like a bad decision. But what? <laughs> no. Terrible, terrible decision. I, for some reason, thought the Latigo stronghold was north of Edgepoint. My bad. I guess I could go back and look in the through the breach book and see whether or not it actually. Uh, yeah, it is way down there, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not complaining or anything. I just felt like I thought it was somewhere else. Red Cage is huge. Yeah, there's <laughs> a big old hole. There's a big yeah. old hole in the bio. It is slightly bigger than Malifaux City, which That's according to this yeah. is, is four houses, a tower, and a wall around it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's it. That's city. what we're all fighting over. I mean, we all knew that was Malifaux City. I mean, let's. Sulfur Vents sounds like a fun place to go. Sulfur Vents? Yes. No, it doesn't. It mm, delicious. Like- do, you, do, do people know what a bog is and how it differs from a bayou? Someone please help. Does, uh, does England have bogs? Would you know, Joe? Uh, a bayou tends to have gremlins inside of it, from my <laughs> understanding of American topography. <laughs> yep, you got it. <laughs> or, you know, in fact, it probably is the fact, it, it is, I, I understand this now, is that Chris was going around mapping this place out, and uh, he was asking the local uh, fauna, that'd be gremlins, um, What's this place called? And the gremlin, bless its heart, only really knows it as the place with the really, really, really big skeeters. We <laughs> just got the box! <laughs> and there, okay. now we got the name. All right. I win. So, hang on. Oh, Victoria? A bog is a wetland that accumulates peat, often mosses, and in a majority of cases, sphagnum moss. Mm, um, delicious. Scott. I... I- so this is maybe where the uh, the hideout for bogs occur, where the water at the ground surface is acidic and low in nutrients. Brewmaster hangs out. Actually, uh, it, is yeah. where, it is where Brewmaster hangs out because I specifically remember in the the Through the Breach Bayou book that the clans that were mimicking the Ten Thunders were way over to the east. Uh, they're a bit sense. north. They're they're a bit north. Um, actually, they're a lot Shut further up, north. Right. Whereas, You're not right. <laughs> whereas That's a fine. bayou. It's gremlins. That's where I'm supposed to be right. (laughs) Listen. Listen for definitions. Whereas a bayou is a body of water typically found in a flat, low-laying area and may refer to an extremely slow-moving stream or river, 
a marshy lake or wetland or a creek whose current reverses daily due to tides and which contains brackish water. The more you know. Oh, you know what that means? That means that Malifaux totally has saltwater gators. Yep. That's exactly what that means. Oh. I mean, that would make sense. Saltwater gators are much larger. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Um, some other fun, interesting things about the map we have listed here. I mostly have listed here. Um, we have the Herald's Cave from Gens' story and a certain other Malifaux model's story, but it was unnamed at that point, I believe. Um, something called Parsons Cavern that I feel like should be a reference to something that I'm missing here. Any any help, guys? Um, that sounds familiar, though. I don't know, but it could be huge. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think that the anyone had gone past the Fort Peaks, so that there's that much information on there is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I want to know about the uh, the South of Innocence, the big circled, keep looking, bring a watch. Like what? What time dilation nonsense and or Bigfoot sightings are happening down there? That's Terra territory. That's Terra Terra territory. Makes sense. Fucking love never again. Anya's problem now. Yep. <laughs> you know, from from Tannenbaum, that makes sense about a note next to innocence. Yeah, I thought he was referring to the Sandworm territory, but it is right next to Innocence, it which is, is yep. way out there. Nice. And goodness, Weird loves referencing Innocence. Yes, they do. Yep. I'm now waiting for like the doctor that gets turned into a robot to show up as a character. Yes. Oh, that'd be awesome. The mayor. All th- in fact, all, all, all the versions of the mayor. You get to pick <laughs> which skill to use. <laughs> okay. Oh, what else do I got on here? Check back for tier. Oh, yeah. Does anyone know how exactly the tier got out of Seamus? Because I feel like it's out in the wild. In fact, I'm pretty certain it's out in the wild. I think after the event, all of the avatars stopped happening and it popped out. But that is my, like, <laughs> years-old recollection of having read it. I'm curious if... How did it get into the... Bi- oh, God. Okay, so uh, he just had a really big sneeze and it went into the sewer. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yep, it filtered away. And it just, yeah, eventually got into the system, got into the bayou, and is now hanging out in the petrified forest. And Alternately, yeah. he went back to Kythera for something. Was, uh, yeah. and this, this is why you gotta watch your stormwater, people. He lost his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lost his wallet in Kythera, so he had to go back. There's got my Sam's Club caught in there. Why does, why I don't does know he why. have a boss? <laughs> That's fired that way. My second uh. library card. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, a library card uh. for the library of all things. Would Ooh, be yes. awesome. And they mean all things, just all all things of all media, which includes the world's biggest porn section. <laughs> oh, which is why Shabus uses it. Why he has the library well, card? That was yeah, understandable. Just even skipping down the roads. He just goes into the beaded curtain in the back. He's got a library <laughs> premium account. <laughs> this is unacceptable and inappropriate (laughs) which is why you're on our podcast like i guess it could could be no it's gotta be it's gotta be the gorgon's tier gotta be 
It has to be. be. There's no other reason why they'd be catalogued. I mean, I mean, unless. Unless. Yeah, there's there's always a way out. Like, oh, maybe uh, this is where Tannenbaum just goes to cry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And apparently, slightly east of that is dragons. Dragons. Yeah, Nate, hit us up with a reason there there be dragons in the bayou. Yeah, so I I decided to do some research because this was important to me for <laughs> reasons. I can't imagine why the bayou and dragons would be important to me. Um, and so that particular area where that's circled is actually where the Leong's Brewmasters Clan lives. Okay, um, but also that includes the Tongs and the most important, the Numa Clan. Um, who are host to a woman who calls herself the Black Dragon. Ah. And has apparently taught them some really strong spirit necromancy, like, stronger than the normal Gotro. Oh. Like, creating flesh spirits. Oh, boy. Oh, dang. By you, yeah. Voodoo Master, when? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, me. And Voodoo, I guess, would be the better way to do it. The weird thing is, they also mentioned she doesn't age. Mm. So my first thought kind of went to went to went to Yedza, similar not not necessarily her, but something along that, those lines. She just like accidentally stole one of Yedza's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like the dam? Yeah, something like that. Exactly. So, like my spitballing theory here is. Now that we've we don't have you know Lilith, Pandora, and Zoraida as like the three witch sisters kind of motif. Now we've got Yedza, Zoraida. What if we have a third witch in the Bayou? Yeah. Which would make sense, possibly. Uh, a the idea of a coven is three, and B yep. uh, when I was looking up like etymology or or what Yedza means. Uh, came up with a couple things. One could be another, essentially a, another uh, name for Baba Yaga in certain cultures, which would make her and, and Zoraida the same person, essentially. The other one, based on the story that we'll get into later, that I think they're going with is Yedza is a sister of Baba Yaga, and they're supposed to have a third one. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Nice and <laughs> It is nice. I like how they have the sunken city on here, and then that is going to be an important part of the fluff at some point. It has to be. For those of you who don't know, the sunken city used to be Malifaux's sister city that got well sunk, sunk. Uh, during the Tyrant Wars, and uh, it's just sort of untapped, uh, an untapped location for shenanigans and fun, and filled with stillerids. Yep. Mostly yeah. occupied by Silurids and Spawn Mothers. Yeah. Because that's where, yeah, that's where uh, Jesse and McCabe went in the Ten Thunders book, right? I That's one, the one book I haven't finished. I believe that's where they go. As kind of his introduction to the society. Sense. Especially since they said he was going there in the X-Wars book. Yeah. I feel like Jesse, her her character, her model needs sleeves. Because all she does is hang out in the bayou with, okay, you know, fair. the worst. <laughs> yeah. Just big, chunky rubber gloves. <laughs> Get her some waders. Yep. Yes. Like a full, a full, like, swamp suit. <laughs> no messing around. Yeah, she the, just wears the swamp version of a beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, how terrifying would it be to be a, a beekeeper? A in... Malifo beekeeper? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I see that the normal smoke's not going to work. You got to really, really concentrate. So I set the hive on fire. <laughs> now I have fire bees. It's fine. They adapted so quickly. No one could have prepared for this. <laughs> Interestingly, now they make spicy honey. <laughs> they only make spicy honey. Carrots wants to know your location. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else about the map before we move on? Uh, upper right corner. Here somewhere? Question mark? Big circle? What do we think oh, yeah, that is? I forgot about that. Thunder uh, Breach. Thank you, thank you for, for, for priming me for that, because uh, I was the one who wrote that down. That's definitely where Promises and the Thunders is uh, their own personal breach to Earthside. Hmm. Although I thought it was a little bit more um, on the edge of the mountains, but I could be wrong. I also thought that the Hollow Point pumping station was close to Hollow Point. Oh, why would why would that be? That's that's a distance. That is a distance. They were both just accidentally named the same thing. <laughs> and or Tannenbaum has no sense of of scale, which is why he didn't okay. give us one. That's like two whole Malifos away. <laughs> we just scale everything in Malifo cities. I can ah uh, well fuck now I got to do that. Oh God. Oh, they, no, like the through the breach map actually has a scale to it, so oh, we yeah. can actually determine how wide Malifo City is. Ah. And if this map is accurate as to <laughs> Malifo City, we can see how far the explored area of Malifo is. Huh. I highly doubt that. <laughs> That's actually a Malifo colloquialism instead of a stone's throw away. It's a Malifo City's away. <laughs> and then if you need to measure smaller than that, it's quarantine zones. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um then we we move on. We move on. Um we are going to get into excuse me, the story is specifically last because them is spoilers. And I'll say it now and I'll probably say it at the beginning of the section. Go and buy the book, you coward. Buy the book, you coward. Yeah. Buy the book, you coward. Support your local store if at all possible. And if you don't have a local store that can get the book, support weird. Don't steal. And don't use us exclusively for fluff references. <laughs> Buy the book. We're there will definitely be some editorializing here. <laughs> Buy the book or we'll send Nate to your house. Oh. oh. Is that a promise or a threat? I mean, he's, he's going to go there, eat all your food, and repeatedly call you a coward. <laughs> you're gonna send, if you don't buy the book, they're going to send me to your house so that I can tell you my version of these stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Now I just want a drunk history version of all of the Malifo fluff. Has anyone else tapped into this resource? Doug, we have a new series. I was going to say, have you, have you heard our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is very much what our podcast is. I, th I think we can really refine this format. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go into models. We are excited for NY. Um, also, uh, a lot of these things I managed to get right and call, so you're welcome, Internet. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, can you pull up the app so I can look at the cards again? Okay. Ah, Joe, I see we have uh, similar tastes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a brand. Uh... <laughs> okay, um, I will go first. I am Doug. 
Uh, I know that Roman is definitely on, on, on board with this, but I am so excited for Ivan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. we finally get him as a model. And I, I, I like to pretend like I'm genuinely upset about the fact he's not an Arcanist, but I'm so happy he's in the game. Mm. It would have been a nice bonus if he was an Arcanist, but I understand that you can't have nine masters in a faction when everyone else is eight, so you just gotta just gotta push him in there. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not upset. Here's here's my thought on that, honestly. If you're going to have things going in and out of, of Dead Man's Hand and previous models that are not secondary or not dual faction become dual faction, a la Marcus, um, I think it's quite possible for us to have models move allegiances down the road, especially on the master level. And yeah. if anybody's going to do it, I could see that being Ivan, be his, being him... His whole style is I am my own personal spy master working for either the highest bidder or the person who has something I need. Yes. It it would be fun like with with that as a concept to see like how far they can push Ivan. Cause I'm just thinking about like why why would he just stop working with explorers if we're gonna do that? Like I know mm-hmm. he has particular aversions and places that he can't go. So I really like that as an avenue for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the story-wise, I'm just, yeah, having Ivan actually in a game makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, along, those, along those lines, I think it might be some situation where um, there might be some butting of heads between the two spy men. This, this faction is two different spy men. Yeah. <laughs> huh. By the end of the edition, Ivan's worked for every faction. I can't wait for the season where we have Bayou Ivan. <laughs> Don't at me. I will take no criticisms on this idea. <laughs> no, if that happens, I am I am going back to a Bayou main. Like, it's happening. Yeah, me, me, honestly, me too. I mean, I'm not going back. I'm going to, I'm going to start maining Bayou. Yeah, I, I, I will. I feel like I'm, 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 a, I'm a few drinks away, always a few drinks away from my love. <laughs> undying love for Bayou and flipping me over, but it hasn't happened yet. There's no mechanical reason I can think of why this would be good, but I would play it all the time. Bayou Brewy Buddy List. Yes! <laughs> or Ivan Brewy Buddy List. Yeah, there we go. I can word. Yay! I mean, Brewy's got that magic po- that magic truth serum. Exactly. Yes, perfect. Or, my now head canon, um, Brewy is Ivan. Yes. Done. I'm I'm in. <laughs> we all knew it. That's Just why Mei, it. that's why Mei Fang has so many Bayou models in her keyword. <laughs> God. Coincidence? I think not. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but along those lines, I I I like the fact uh, that his totem is his shadow, but it's its own character. I thought it was just going to be like kind of a dark reflection of, of Ivan, but still like just a part of Ivan that's broken off from him. But no, it's, it seems to be its own dude guy, more Drake. And I think the best part is they refer to him as Ivan's better half in quotes as kind of like a, a funny joke, but yep. I honestly think that they're married now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like what's closer to you than your shadow? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mr. Mordrake Mordra- <laughs> clearly has a ring. That has the other side of the black soul stone. I have an English Mordrake. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Also, I 
the little bit that we see him in fluff, I get the sense that he's learning. So he's not just a, hi, I'm an animate shadow. He is literally a thing that happens to be in the shape of Ivan and is kind of going, oh, this is new. What can I learn here? And Yeah, the Umbra all seem to be some kind of other yeah. creature just from the descriptions we get. That's how Ivan gets into Neverborn. It turns out that uh, they're all from the Nightmare Plane. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Chompy Bits owes him a favor. Ivan's been Dreamer this whole time. <laughs> No. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a child alter ego. Nope. It's nope. an online persona. Stop. Oh, <laughs> too classy for that. Stop ruining this for me. Uh, uh, so yeah, let, just... Let's face it, Dreamer curses all the time, and that breaks Ivan's number one. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, indeed. I, yeah, I, I really. I, I, really... <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that the shadows have personalities and like even the nocturnes being like pulled from animals and all that it's weird stuff yeah they're yeah. cute yeah they're adorable it does it does also require anyone who plays dua umbra to just blare my shadow and me all the time whenever we play games <laughs> otherwise you lose uh no no uh friends on the other side yeah that's also good very good <laughs> well now i have an old sculpt to do <laughs> um, give him a top hat. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna go on the ones I put on this list. We got Kiwis, Ma- Maori. We got we got Maori characters. I just find them interesting, and I know I just okay. I find the culture interesting. Still a filthy weeb, but like Polynesian <laughs> culture has been, just been an interesting thing for me ever since I started playing rugby. <laughs> Because uh, if you don't know, the uh, New Zealand All Blacks are pretty much the New England Patriots of the rugby world. Uh, they just win all the guys all the time. They're really good. And they have, uh, you know, ties ties to our culture. We'll get, we'll get into that stuff. It's, but especially Harada's card. Uh, just, just fucking love it. It's great. It's cool. And we get more, like, Earthside stuff. More representation. That I honestly wasn't expecting. I didn't expect there was going to be two different Maori models, but well, on, on top of that, it's also a, a culture that doesn't make it into to pop culture that much. So mm-hmm. it's kind of untapped things to add in. It, it's a new spice. Well, I mean, <sighs> I I would say that yes, but after Moana, still, that's which, one instance. Is is yes. what I'm saying. I'm yeah, I expect to see more going forward, but yeah, a blend of cultures. I don't recall. Dwayne the Rock Johnson eating anyone. <laughs> so far, um, so far. I don't yes. know if that was that was like a truth or that or that's been just the rumor of the whole tongue thing. But Maori have a bit of a tongue thing, and the thought was that they had a bit of a cannibalistic, a ritualistic cannibal culture thing, and the tongue thing was an "I'm going to eat you" kind of a threat. I could be a thousand percent wrong on that. I apologize if I am. I just heard that somewhere, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong. So what you're saying is should also have the December keyword in addition to EVS and Performer? (laughs) No. (laughs) If that random tidbit of lore is true, or not just colonialists saying, oh, that is clearly the uh, the etymology of that. If it, it, like the time specific sort of thing, that would not have been um, something that happened in Maori culture at this point in time, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know how tradition. 
Uh, moving on, other stuff. I'm excited. Vernon Wells. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, cool. Vernon H.G. Wells. Not even like subtle. Yep. They're rolling around in a version of the fucking time machine. <laughs> and they're great. They're eccentric. I love myself some some eccentric scientists. I'm happy. I'm hoping they're like in all of the fluff, uh, but they aren't so far. They are, however, in Through the Breach, so you can get your fix that way. And they're great there. They are great. They're, they're wonderful. Yes. Um, excuse me. What was what was the one ridiculous thing you found out about them? I know we're I mean, not, not. I mean, they really send you to the moon. So. Yes, they do send you to the moon. In the in the thing, but oh yeah, they're size two, so you can ride with me. That, yeah. <laughs> you, you just you can hawk you know throw what? that oh, giant. Wait, yeah, wait. Why yeah. is that? Why is the spinny wheel only size two? Because McCabe's <laughs> horse needed a hula hoop. Deal with it. Oh, wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> It's I don't size, like this. It's size two horizontally. Like, if you flip the thing on its side, <laughs> it's tiny. <laughs> See, obviously, Vernon and Wells have not learned the art of gremlin trench coat stacking. Yeah, they're, not- <laughs> <laughs> they're, both, they're both actually dwarves. Two time machines and a trench coat. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <sighs> okay. Um, and there's, there's a lot more, but those are the ones that immediately stood out to me. Oh, also me. Us. As a podcast, is a model. Yeah, yeah. The boy, much excited. Bellhop Porter <laughs> looks a disturbingly, a disturbingly close to the Ferris. Our steam-powered scoundrel. Yeah, and I didn't think he did, but I didn't. I missed the mustache and the artwork. It's very hard to see, but it's there. So, uh, thank you, weird. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for making it that much easier to know how we're all painting him. <laughs> Yay! Okay, Who, who's let's let's just go down the list. Okay, Vickery, Vickery Doc. Yes, I'm very excited for uh, Maxine. Yes, and it's nice to see like a middle aged woman where she's not young and super fucking hot, and she's not like so Zorida. and she's kick ass and so wholesome. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. and she and Orville are so cute. so cute. Oh my oh, fucking god! Oh. My blood sugar went up reading that story. All right. God. <laughs> Too sweet. Ah. Uh, Disgustingly sweet. Wholesome. Um, and I also I also really like the entire seeker keyword. Mm. But you know how I be. <laughs> yeah. You secretly love Zelda games? What? No. Oh, it looks look, that's what I decided. Is like them all those models look like they fell out of a Zelda game. Do you know that's fair? Yeah. That, yeah. Zelda or certain Final Fantasies. Yeah, I'm yep. not complaining. It's just a very different art style, and it just feels like it's from a Nintendo game. But also, we have a new benchmark for fucking old ass lady. <laughs> <laughs> this grandma can fit so many hard boiled candies. Actually, <laughs> 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 stumbles and the pack falls off. And just saw like Sonic a Hedgehog. <laughs> My stuff! All life tokens are a delicious, delicious licorice. You want some Werther's Originals? I love Werther's Originals. Life tokens are literally a lifesaver. God damn it, son of a bitch. They've been in the world for so long that you can't actually separate them from the other lifesavers. <laughs> That's fantastic. And then Jeff got Thank you, Mel Brooks, for that joke. 
have the audacity to put a sign up that says, please only take one. <laughs> you can tell what, what candy our, our grandmothers had on hand. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Uh, anyone else? Or just want to gush about the, the Seeker? I'm, I'm, I'm good. They're just very much my aesthetic. So. I'm super mostly excited for Lamplighters. Yes. They're very, very extremely cute. I love that we have Vivian Malifaux. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Very cute. Okay. Uh, Nate. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save Joe and I. I'm gonna let Joe talk about our common love, but I'm just gonna talk about my absolute favorite model in the faction, and that is the Gremlin Botanist. <laughs> they gave me they gave me one Gremlin in the whole faction, and goddamn it, I am I am happy with this. <laughs> this little motherfucker is. Has the audacity to go at this plant with a couple shears. <laughs> you know what? Godspeed, little gremlin. Godspeed. We don't even so know if he's wearing pants yet. <laughs> it's quite possible he is naked from the fuck ass naked. <laughs> we'll never know until we get the model. It's so weird that talk about the botanist turned from Little Shop of Horrors into Hey look, a gremlin. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got Little Shop of Horrors. Um, I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. Mm-hmm. And aggro gremlin. <laughs> Honestly, if I, okay, if I'm being perfectly honest, I think the one we've been, the one we were shown, is the worst artwork out of the three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's worst. okay. It's fine, which is still good. It's it's Nigel Thornberry has a greenhouse, <laughs> except that's uh, Orville. Yeah, yeah. Orville is definitely Nigel Thornberry, but he doesn't have a greenhouse. Hmm. The I, I the best part for me, besides the fact that there's a gremlin botanist, is that the card makes the botanist seem a lot more competent than the artwork. Which- <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the card is his resume. <laughs> like what the model is, is just what's actually gonna fucking happen. I love I just love this gremlin diving into this plant. Like, yep, this is botany. There you go. There's your alt Gremlin's, sculpt, Karai. Gremlins doing botany as well as they do taxidermy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <sighs> All right, Roman. What do you? What are you? Uh, what are you looking forward to? So, really, I, I have to echo everything you guys have already said. Uh, I am, I am super gay for Ivan uh, in this case. <laughs> uh, that that whole keyword, I just want to roll around in like a ball of puppies, um, and cannot wait for the models. I, I still think Weird's going to pull one over on us, and because they're all shadows, they're just going to be like cardboard cutouts. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, that'd, that'd be fine. I've got, um, I've got my, I've got my ultimate black paint from, you know. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I'm like ready. It's, an, like it's, it's an empty box. You just cut it, cut them out of the box cover. <laughs> you just cut off the box art. <laughs> they just give you tiny lamps to affix the bases. <laughs> I'm I'm interested to find out more about Anya uh just because she she's kind of she's seen in the fluff once and you see her you see Condor Rail's influence elsewhere but we know very little about her other than in the little bit we see her in she's kind of a hothead is <clears throat> is about what we see. I want to know more about her. Uh I'm really hoping the Grave Goo which looks like a great model. I'm really hoping that is translucent and you just actually have to like affix all the tiny bones and junk in it to the inside of the model before you put it together. 
Uh, I'm going to make mine out of a Milky Way bar. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of the best trigger names. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about that trigger. That's a good one. Like, there's that, and, like, stay a while and listen will just endlessly make me happy. Yeah, that's good. Creamy nougat filling. Delicious. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm ultimately like model wise cool stuff, but ultimately like I love where all the the fluff is making my mind go uh in the future. Like I'm I'm really hoping if slash when Colodi makes a resurfacing that Model 9 gains uh puppet. Ooh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That'd make a lot of sense. I'm just gonna say you didn't give him the puppet keyword. Be a reference to the movie. I think that would be the more overt because that's what someone said was that model nine was a reference to number nine. Oh uh, yeah, I can see mm, it. Okay, I, I can kind of see it. He still really looks Abyssinian. He really does. But eh. oh, I realized I forgot one, and that's the Alpinist because robot goat. <laughs> <laughs> goat. <Very bot>. <laughs> like I want to be able to bring that into Bayou just to have a goat. <laughs> so- so you love you love creamy nougat center, but by God, unintelligible screaming. <laughs> because I feel like they can show up elsewhere in the game, I mean, and I want it to. I want it to be a like a keyword ability, or I guess a keyword trigger for the next Bayou Master. <laughs> oh God, it's oh oh God. Interesting factoid, unintelligible screaming is what happens to Nate every time he eats an unexpected nougaty center. Mm. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, this is the worst hot dog. <laughs> I mean, based on what Nate posts on the food channel, it's his own fault. he would enjoy that. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Um, you, you can't even argue. You haven't. Don't knock it till you try it, I guess. Joe! What, what do you love? A nougat hot dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Explorers were coming out and uh, seeing some of the leaks, I was like, I don't care about Lord Cooper. Don't like hunters on principle. Anna looks interesting. She's got a cool bird. And then they were like, hey, Joe, here's a hive mind that's also a lot of spiders. <laughs> and here's, Here's someone who doesn't fit into a gender binary, and they have uh, their influence spread out all across Malifaux. And they're also a control master, Joe. <laughs> playing explorers now. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Like, yep. Nexus and everything they, they represent uh, is scratches a huge itch, itch for me uh, based on pop culture. I, I love just the simplicity of the archivist model, like here is a guy who looks at books. He's also got oh. a bunch of eyes. It's just yeah. really fun. And the spell eaters? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh the spell eaters are so pretty. Yeah. I'm 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 hundred percent in in this in on the Nexus train. Yeah. And I, I don't care if I get into explorers just to play like Nexus and Yedza. i yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yep. I'm in the same boat like I feel like eight out of ten of my games with with explorers will probably be with these two masters. Yeah, like goddamn. Yeah. Nexus is very cool looking. Mm. Very interested, but I don't know if I'm smart enough to play. The <laughs> I know I'm not smart enough to play the yeah. keyword. But goddamn it, I'm gonna beat my head through that wall and make it happen. <laughs> 
definitely not smart enough to play. I'm just going to make little spider scritches and noises. I push things across the table and really, that's all I want out of Malifaux. <laughs> to make spider noises as you push models across yeah. the table. You, if you creep out one player while you've played this, you've succeeded <laughs> playing Cadmus. <laughs> Good at, not gonna lie, uh, I, I, I may be a very basic person, but them hips on Nexus. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> oh, I'm, I guess I'm gonna make this, this joke now. There are two two models that I'm very interested in seeing, uh, you know, the 3D sculpt, specifically the backsides, and that's Nexus and Jesse. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure they just, they just did that as a joke to show that McCabe's a bit of a horn dog, but... <laughs> Like, I mean, maybe maybe it's an exceptional bot on Jesse. I don't know. It could be, but he was also trying to hit on Nelly in like the last third edition book. So. Uh, was he trying? No, he, he, he was he I guess was intending on doing that, if I recall correctly. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like McCabe's got some pretty low standards. He was gonna give it a shot, but then he like I don't remember what happened. She started talking. Fair. That's not a like stupid standards joke of like, hey, Nelly's annoying. I believe that is. Joe, let me correct you here. Uh, she never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Hey, you know what? Uh, you, you, Cadmus, the next alt oh. model, really just needs to be anime. Just the concept <laughs> of anime? Yes, just the concept of anime. What <laughs> do you think about it? Because you got eyes and ears. Like it seems like a normal person, someone you get along with, and be like, "Hey, do you want to watch some anime?" <laughs> oh, no. so, not anime, but weebs. Yes, weebs. <laughs> it, it, instead of instead of a Cadmus hive mind, it is the concept of weeaboo culture. <laughs> <laughs> and they just slowly turn your entire crew into anime fans and drag <laughs> them down. Uh, yeah, uh, but right, see- the worst. But see, like, if any of them are male, then they have to also be gatekeepers. And mm-hmm. ah, and then the Berserker House, that if you Ber- want. Berserker House is going to be like a dude glomping someone because I'm from uh, the 2000 anime oh. family. <laughs> <laughs> Yowie paddle. Yep, Yowie paddle. Well, one yeah. one of them will be like that. The other one will be your average Deadpool cosplayer who goes around groping people inappropriately because you uh-huh. know, lol, it's Deadpool. You got him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I can say yep. whatever I want because that's what Deadpool would say. Yep. yep. God, nuts are the fucking worst. <laughs> now, that now that we've hurt somebody's feelings, <laughs> <laughs> we've got to hurt somebody's feelings every episode. And- <laughs> so, like, I came down. I was like, "What am I going to be in life?" And I was like, "Well, I already hate myself." So, <laughs> <laughs> how about a weeb? How about a nerd and a weeb? <laughs> this is just—it's efficiency, folks. I mean. <laughs> You're kind of like King Nerd and King Weeb because you have a wife and two children. No, no, they're, make, they're making children now, I hear. They're making children. <laughs> <laughs> they're making children. <laughs> okay, we're making... We're, uh, enough of the uncomfortable odd jokes. Let's... Uh, move on. Move on. Next, uh, random fluff stuff. Okay, I just uh, this is sort of like a catch-all for like things I found interesting or like, hey, did you know... Factoids. Because you get a lot of that in Malfoy, you get a lot of that in names and on cards. They might also be quite obvious. Artemis and Ura, two basically gods of the hunt from two different cultures. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which are, you know, the bloodhounds that Cooper has, and he does not deserve them. No. 
They are good doggos. This is true. They They are are too good for him. Yes. They are two very good dogs. Like, I am am slightly confused as to how exactly they love him so much, because he got them and then lost all of his ability to pet them. Yep. Because dogs can see the best in people even when they don't deserve it. Maybe when he was just a torso with a single leg and a head, he just started licking them. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the ultimate display of motherly affection. Gross. I'm I'm okay with this. Cooper, while an awful person, would be a great dog mother. (laughs) Basically, he's a bitch. While Cooper can't eat, he just begins spilling food everywhere. That's, that's, that's it. That's, that's, it. He, can't, that's it. he can't hold up his all his food. He's a mess here. And you Bring know he likes driving. Okay. Um, Crypsis core. Uh, Crypsis just being the scientific term for natural camouflage. And these guys are like the actual modern concept of a sniper, which is to be, you know, hidden, unseen, um, assassin-y type thing. Oh, cool that. Uh, Vitagi Huntsman being a normally a region of uh, Russia. Oh, hold on. Can we can we go back to the Crypsis core? Because you just you just made me realize this this brings back up my compunction with uh, the two gremlins in a ghillie suit giving disguised <laughs> instead of stealth. Because what are these guys wearing? A ghillie suit camouflage. <laughs> and guess what they have? Stealth. Well. It should be two gremlins in a trench coat if it's giving disguised. Rant over. <laughs> <laughs> you good? I'm good now. <laughs> I just want to point out that inconsistency. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, weirds, weirds. Uh, let's get serious here for a moment. You would be a spectacular alt sculpt. It'd be a Crypsis Core sculpt that is two gremlins in a ghillie suit. Yes, <laughs> I actually like that. <laughs> Moving on, <clears throat> Vitagi Huntsman, just Vitagi being a region in Russia, that's where uh, Cooper eventually got them from. But also, that's just a title he calls hunt people, hunt people, that he uh, finds exceptionally good at the hunting. So, uh, Mr. Mordrake was actually, we're not sure if it was an actual thing that happened or if it's just a it story. Dreadful. It was a penny dreadful? Yeah. Okay, well, it was a penny dreadful way back when uh, in England where a dude had another face on the back of his head named Mordrake. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, it's actually a very cool story. Um, uh, Mordrake is not a good guy. Uh, What? It was, yeah. Are you you telling me a character in a horror story wasn't a good person? Uh, It's shocking, I know. They're always just like the pinnacle of humanity. Okay, I dig it. I like that. And then for Maxine and Orville Agassi... It's actually a name of a mining company in Michigan. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that was mentioned. That's the name of the owner of the mine yeah. in Michigan? They- it's a copper mine, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, oh. yep. Makes that sense. Is- so we, we know Maxine, at least, is from Michigan, and it appears as though Orville probably took her last name. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. She definitely did. Like, they mentioned that. Oh, do they? Uh, I mean, they mentioned that her, like, her family owns that mine and it's yeah the Agassiz mine so yeah so he took her last name which is really cool well I mean it makes sense if she's got the money why wouldn't you want to be tied to this right 
exorbitantly yeah, wealthy. Yeah, you wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to lose that name power. Yeah, no. <laughs> also, Orville is just an absolutely wholesome and good dude. Right? So 10 like, out of 10. Oh, he's so sweet. I could gush about Orville for... <laughs> I could, too. God damn it. He's so fucking wholesome, and I love him. He's so supportive. I want, I want to marry Orville. <laughs> <laughs> but you just got married. Plus, he's quirky and eccentric. That was three months ago. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe I'll understand. I have very low standard for men, but this is it. Just Orville. <laughs> this is a quirky, supportive uh, guy with a flight suit. Like, she'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> How likely is it that his actual that his maiden name is Redenbacher? <laughs> <laughs> He's the popcorn man. We all know it. <laughs> the popcorn man. <laughs> they aren't seismic <laughs> charges. They're just popcorn bombs. And this is why he took her last name instead. <laughs> <laughs> popcorn man. He had to hide from the big popcorn legacy. <laughs> oh. Do we mention? Orville's obvious name reference. Go for it. Okay. Uh, that would be Orville Wright from the Wright Brothers, you know, <sighs> inventors me. of flight, more or less. You know, I didn't even think about that. Like, I think subconsciously, like, I mean, I knew that, obviously, but I didn't even think about the flying guy being named after the flying guys. Yeah, <laughs> the I, like, popcorn to be reference fair, was just funny. Yeah, I, I went for the popcorn guy instead. <laughs> I think, like, the Wright Brothers story has been ingrained so much into our education system that we just take it for granted, but some other people might not know. That's fair. Figured I'd bring it up. Yeah. But the fact that Maxine might actually be a youper kind of terrifies me. <laughs> a what? Youper. Someone from the upper peninsula of uh, Michigan. Oh. You know what? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that, that really kind of changes the character in your head a little bit. <laughs> a bit. I was looking up the name just to confirm because I was pretty sure it was August, pronounced Agassi, but I looked it up anyways. And it's apparently originally a, a Swiss name. I was like, oh man, they, yeah. we never really got her like nationality. She could be Swiss. And then I just typed in fucking Agassi mining into Google and lo and behold, Michigan. <laughs> well, they mentioned in the book she's from America. Oh, okay. Whoops. I missed that. I don't know if they did specifically Michigan. Uh, let me double check on here. I, I would have remembered if it was Michigan. Yeah, they just say United States. So, I mean, yeah, theoretically, she's from Michigan. <sighs> okay. Um, Brock Inspectors and Deva. Deva being um, or like a darkness demon from, I want to say Middle Eastern? It's a Zoroastrianism. Oh, okay. Uh, specifically, they are wrong or false gods or gods that are to be rejected. Ooh. Bad things. Nice. Yeah. And then the Brock Inspector just being a cool illusionary effect that happens when you uh, cast a shadow on clouds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yep. Yep. You effectively get a 3D shadow. It's super cool. It's also apparently massive. Nifty. Which would explain the size three Brock Inspector. That's why they're such big boys. Big lads. With long uh, tongues. Hey, they yeah, listen tongue. to Kiss, okay? Austera uh, uh, and Twiga. And that's in the pronunciation guide, but that's also like, I don't actually know the pronunciation of this because the name Twiga isn't anywhere. Nah, but, sorry, I'm always just going to call it Twiggy. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, ry it rhymes with Austera. So that's why I like it. Mm -hmm. But 
Ostera it being a, I believe, Hispanic name, specifically the Spanish word for austere, which primes you for the fact that her bird of choice is an owl, which represents death in, I believe, Hispanic culture. Maybe just Mexico? Somewhere along those lines. Hmm. You know, death being a kind of an interesting situation with Yedza, so. You know, mild yeah. theme. Yeah, it wasn't it was it wasn't a random choice to give her an owl, I guess is what I'm I'm going for here. Um Oh, there's someone added something cool. I did, I did add something. It's mostly because now we've gotten into this section that I've realized that I place this in the wrong place. But I do actually have something. Ooh. So I put down eyes and ears because they have a really fun note that kind of justifies why you can put parasite tokens on constructs. Because it specifically works on the heart of the construct itself, being whatever the soul stone that powers it. But for for actually fitting in this in this segment, Dr. Meredith Stanley being named after Wendell Mer- Meredith Stanley, uh, a uh, American virologist who uh, got a Nobel Prize. Hmm. Oh, Dude, how did I miss that? Awesome! Nice, nice call. Very cool. Hell yes! Thank you. It's fine. I love etymology and mythology, so this this is a good section for me. I've, I like it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So uh, we heard Craig's lovely podcast with the uh, the devs, and so they're saying some of these names different. However, I am one to subscribe to Death of the Author, and I like to get. I know. I do. I do. But I like to get things. I like to get things as historically astro- accurate as I can, and as long as they don't like come right out and be like, "No, Doug, shut up! It's pronounced this way." I'm just going to go and do my own thing because these are how the words probably should be pronounced. Maybe sorry. Death of death of the author, meaning Doug is threatening to murder. No, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we, we we now officially know that Matt and Kyle listen to us, which, considering they're the devs, whoever whoever runs Weird, Mr. Weird, Mr. Weird himself, really ballsy of a man to let two interns develop his game, but... <laughs> but I, no, I was actually really cool because I didn't. I did not catch the the uh, Agassi being a explorer bit and the Doctor Peep and Calypso thing. Also, I'm totally going with them on Doctor Peep because I really <laughs> want it to be Doctor Peep. But Speedy, no, cut, cut, cut away to us to our previous record. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the past, okay. Uh, pronunciation guide, real quick. Uh, this is what I do. This is Doug's thing. Uh, <laughs> Try and get them right. Try and pronounce them. Some of them are very difficult. And I am not guaranteeing that I'm getting these things 100% correct, but I, I'm trying and I'm trying to help. If I did it wrong, message me and I will do a poor edit of putting it back in and re- <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. Uh, first up, Ura. Uh, just, just Ura. Just, just don't, don't emphasize the Ra too hard. Um, gotta, love, gotta love the Scandinavians and their fun mm. That is um, not how I would have thought that was said, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Agassi, obviously. Don't pronounce the Z. Um, Harada's, I have down Harada's whole fucking card, but that's really just Harada and the Haka uh, action. Let me let me pull that up. Yeah. Those are some words. <laughs> um, Language is a fascinating thing that has many facets. Some 
decide to have hard and fast rules. English does not, so that makes this part difficult. So English is apologies if that is your uh, if any of this is your native language. Yeah, English is like three other languages drunk yeah. in a trench coat <laughs> trying to buy cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> well, like also to be fair, we take these these words, these names, and then just try to cram them into our alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should have bought the the physical book today, but I left it there for the local to grab because I have the PDF. Page one eighteen. My hubris. My hubris. <laughs> you can also check the app if you're looking for his card. Oh, I guess I could do that, couldn't I? So Rada's last name is y- uh, Nyatoro. I'm I'm pronouncing the Y way too hard on that, but that G is not is not a, is not a hard G. It's more of a very soft Y. Oh, Rada Nyatoro. Interesting. Um, the name Nyatoro is. In Maori culture, as like uh, I don't know if it was an, an actual real life priest or if it was like a, a myth, a legend, or something, but uh, it has more names tacked onto it. But the the first word in the name is Nataro, so that's fitting into his backstory. Hurrah! Back of the card, the haka. I guess it never came up as oh, I no, I did, I did gush about <laughs> the Maori card. So haka is not is think of it as the word dance. It's a specific like set of dances I believe mostly focused around combat generally hmm. but uh, go out and watch it it's they're fun to watch they're you know it fairly intimidating <laughs> yeah it's it's, um, it's really interesting especially in the in the context that we would know it more as uh for anyone who who likes a sports ball <laughs> mentioned earlier that the the all blacks uh would do it uh it it is sort of a it's almost like a showing togetherness more than it is uh, and using that as an intimidation uh, method sorry yes no nice. d- d- please please go on about it because you're the only other person that thing <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> you don't even know, knows anything about the sport um so, <laughs> i know I one sport. Yeah. not not a sports boy <laughs> yeah uh, the three options are uh nieri Niet- nieri sorry you flipped that r a hard r's only exist and like the deep south <laughs> <laughs> Nagari, <laughs> which I think is the one you'll probably see if you type in Haka into your into your Google searches, because this one specifically doesn't involve weapons. But anyway, so this Nieri Peru Peru and uh, Tutu Nyarahu, and I'm I'm pronouncing those Y's way too hard. Just just don't put the Y in there, and you'll do you'll do good. You'll make me proud. You yeah. Think of ah. the think of the G as a vowel. Uh, that's the easiest way I can explain uh, uh, these entire things. Think think of the G as as a vowel, but like the LaCroix version of a vowel. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to hear these pronounced wrong and pronounce them wrong myself. (laughs) Also can't wait to see this model, because yeah, just looking back at him, he looks fucking cool. I kind of wish he was doing the tongue thing. I'll try, I'll probably mod mine to do that. That'll be cool. Um, he is he is going to be a bastard to paint if you want the tattoos. Oh God, yes. Oof, Jesus, yeah. I I saw some things floating around on various discords about like airbrush stencils, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know how hard you want to go in your personal hobby, but I will be happy if I can get a skin color right. If I yeah. can make the tattoos yeah. as generally workable as my Carlos <laughs> tattoos, I'll be happy with it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the face tattoos is gonna is gonna really mess me up. Maybe Weird will finally get into like uh, water decals. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, oh, I forgot his his attack is a Tayaha, which apparently is supposed to be only wood. So not sure why his guy like metal pokey thing. Eh, you know, he works on a copper miner. <laughs> um. Yeah. Cool. That was easily the longest one here because he's got so much stuff on there. So yeah, give it a try with those words. Have fun. Uh, next up is Doctor BB, which again, it's a name that doesn't isn't necessarily set in stone. This is every pronunciation I found on the internet was BB, and I don't like pronouncing it that way. But mm-hmm. if you are like a diehard, got to get it right sort of thing, that's probably the best answer. I would prefer Beeb. Yes, <laughs> Beeb is how Beeb. I'm going to call him. Yeah, I, I literally added that one to the list because, like, I had ways I thought it was pronounced, and then, like, I heard other ways, and it's like, eh, Dr. Bebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebebeb
I like the idea of making a soup out of something from Yetza and all of the like sundry vegetables that you put in will grow again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Try and eat the soup and you got peppers growing out of your mouth. Suddenly it's just like salsa, but full pieces of everything. Yeah. Full tomatoes. Oh man, that would be actually a horrific way to die because, you know, this is weird. And <laughs> the guy's clothes for his stomachs. Yeah, you would like explode in a different. Laura. This is the culinary master I've been looking for. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Swedish chef uh, minion Wen. That's Mikhail. <laughs> That's fair. Honestly, uh, based on the, the, the story. Speaking of yeah. that character, we, he's up next. Uh, this is a Mikhail? Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's pronounced that way. Mm-hmm. This is one of the more solid ones. Where like, yeah, this is definitely how it's pronounced. It's very hard for my tongue to do, but you put the emphasis on the last syllable, and that syllable is definitely eel, like the fish. So, Mikhail, the 16th. It, you should be able to count in Roman numerals, please. Let's call it 16. And if not, read the story where it is very plainly uh, set out that he is the 16th. It's mm-hmm. true. They give you the full context, so mm-hmm. no excuses. So- um, no, we actually we'll we'll go into that when we talk about the story. I, I really want someone to to try to pronounce XV one. Zvi, Xvium, Xvi, Xvium, Zvi. It's Zivi, Zivi, <laughs> Mikhail Zivi, Mikhail, Mikhail Zivi. Yeah, Nate and I uh, have a friend whose name is Mikhail, and that's how he pronounces it. That's why yeah. we have a bad problem with this. <laughs> I'll never, I'm never gonna get it right. Just because of Mikhail. Same. That's fine. I'm probably going to paint fine. mine like Mikhail. Nice. <laughs> That'd be classy, dude. Right? He's a classy uh, guy. Next up are two quick ones. One of them is Tannenbaum. Um, Chris. I, I don't think very many people are going to say Baum, but I figured I'd put that out there anyways. And also, it is Christmas tree in German. Let's we'll call him Chris. <laughs> oh, wait. So he's Chris Christmas tree? <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Fuck yep. you, dude. <laughs> I hate them already. Christopher Christmas tree. Yeah, no, you, you need to Christmas you need to pronounce tree. it more terrifying. It's German. <laughs> okay, uh, we already went over Ostera and Twiga. Um, Twiggy. Yeah, go ahead. I, I technically I'm not allowed to correct you on that. So, <laughs> Morith. I don't know why I have this here. Maybe that was supposed to be a fluff one. Could be. Maybe. Do you have a fluff thing about these? They're cool. I love these models. Yeah, these, these models yeah. are adorable. They look like they should come out of an anime. Yeah, like them, <laughs> them and the lamplighters are all just like pure and wholesome models, and I love them. And I'm going to enjoy murdering them. Especially the, the, the mud one who's got his hands together like, mm, yes, I can help you. <laughs> like, uh, like the fact that they, they try to dress themselves like they did in life. Yeah, uh, was a fun little bit, and also just a just a little factoid: the 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 word mustache shows up in the book eight times. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting, which oh, isn't like, the one the one they have art for has a sign for innocence, which I mean makes sense because Tannenbaum's here. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you mean Christmas tree, Christmas tree, Chris, Chris Christopher Christmas tree. I'm gonna um, write that on his face. <laughs> uh, I put this here because I have no freaking idea. And that's Anya's we, last- we thought you didn't know how to pronounce Moonwraith, people. <laughs> Say it with us now. Moon. Oh, it's more. Never mind. 
<laughs> it was me. It was for me. It's a, it's like a regular race, but there's moon, more I of it was them. Moon race the whole time. <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, it is this the same is faction literally the as... first time. This is literally the first time I'm looking at it and seeing that it's more wraith, and now I understand why they're mud monsters. I mean, it, God, I'm stupid. To to slightly not defend you, but give you the benefit of the doubt, it is in the same faction as Vernon and Wells. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it's so dumb. Technically, it wouldn't be Moon's Wraith then. I thought I can't believe They're it. a Wraith from one particular ah! moon. Uh, also, this is a great time to remind everyone uh, Nate probably took six months to get that Moon Shinobi was a pun on Moon Shinobi. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this feels the same way. This feels the same way as getting Moon Shinobi. It took me years, and you telling me to my face that Trichai was Trichai because that's Greek for X. Yep. Fuck. More wraiths. All right. Well, I'm still going to call them moon wraiths because I've got a bit of Jake syndrome, and when Jake starts saying something one way, he doesn't change, and uh, I'm going to be the same with moon wraiths, so there's that. <laughs> moon okay. wraith is the best James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going back to what I was trying to talk about, which is Anya's <laughs> last name. Uh, what's your best guess, folks? I'm going with a uh, uh, Lycarian. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I got. Yeah, I'm go with Lycarian. Like Orion was my initial like thought. Like Orion, but, but all I've heard is uh, the way everyone here has I pronounced hope, it. So I will recede into the. I, dark I hope she has a brother Ryan named Ryan. <laughs> Ryan like Orion and Christopher Christmas Tree. <laughs> They're best bros. Because <laughs> like, he's she, also a shitty cartographer. <laughs> very obviously uh, Native American, but uh, that's not a Native American name as far as I can tell. So A very vast Native American fan base. Tell us how this is pronounced. I know some vast. people I can ask, which cool. is weird for the English person. <laughs> if, if we're coming off of pronunciations, I do have one small note that I didn't write down because I'm bad at this. Oh, that's fine. Um, hey, everyone. Uh, Nexus is a hive mind. Doesn't have a gender. Yes. They, yep. them, or it. That yep. is a thing that people can use. Uh, I would love to hear that going forward. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay. Excellent call out. They are legion. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> they are many. That's really just Joe and I officially becoming part of the hive mind. <laughs> Letting you know how we prefer to be uh, addressed. Yes, we are Nexus. We are oh, high mind. So wait, does that mean if I like kick one of you in the shin, the other one slightly feels it? Yeah. Okay. It'll it'll um, take a couple hours because Joe's in the UK, so like it'll be like a couple hours later and be like, ah, geez, ow. Well, hang, hang on. Is it that or is it he starts I'm feeling it six hours before you do? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Ah, that's why. So At least now I can warn you ahead of time. If I ever feel pain, I'll just hey, watch out! Message over to Nate. Someone's gonna kick you in six hours. It's gonna take him four to get here. <laughs> Speaking of, of of Nexus, I'm gonna get Nexus and Cadmus confused all the time, mm -hmm. all the time. every day. It's okay; they're one and the same. Yeah, fair. Okay. Um, what, I, I feel like that's a, a point I want explained. Like, why is the hole called Cadmus? 
And why well, is mean, the, the main body called it's Nexus? It's the Nexus. It's the center. It's because like the she, eye of the storm. It's the Nexus of the Hive Mind. Okay, yeah, that it, makes it's, sense. It's literally like the eye of the storm. Like everything collects in yeah. this one Nexus. Okay, that makes sense. I was thinking of it more as like an, an actual proper noun instead of a title. Nah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's kind of both. Like, it is the title of this collective. You're the title of this collective. And then I I feel like, I mean, obviously it's not like gameplay wise doesn't work like this, but like whenever you pass around that hive mind upgrade, that's like, that's the new Nexus. Like that's where everything collects. That That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say like sharing that influence around is the rank of one specific entity. And then it, it it transfers. Um, It's the server. Yes. Yeah. It's the server for the network. That's true. We have, we have a plan for the 1988 Nexus crew. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I can't. I have. Mm, I was hoping that I would have a better answer for why Cadmus is called Cadmus, but like it's a Greek uh, myth and Greek, it doesn't really yeah. fit. Except for like, you know, it's old. Somebody you know, at Weird likes DC the- comics and. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a <laughs> collection of secrets. Well, they and like they went off the fucking Young Justice plot line. Yep. It's like I don't know, like if they just straight stole that idea. If that's... so, bravo! Like that—that's a good thing to steal. Also, Canvas was known for killing a dragon, so hopefully, you know, he's gonna kill the black dragon in the bayou. Yeah. No. Or they'll just like take out Masaki for good. <gasps> no, Shenlong. Shenlong's the dragon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Shenlong. Sweet. Let's do I it. I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. Shenlong for Dead Man's Hand. Why not both? We have that power now. You heard it here first on Steam Powered Scoundrels, kids. And that's when <laughs> Brewie comes back and assumes control. I love it. Brewie, <laughs> new leader of Ten Thunders. It's Bayou 2.0. <laughs> I'm okay with this. All right. Uh, let's get into spoiler territory for the story. So it's if- a spoiler song. So if you if you don't want spoilers, <laughs> my spoiler song. If you haven't read Beautiful. the book, then pause this episode. Go out and buy the book. Buy the book, the book, cowards, and then unpause the episode after you're done. If you turn off the episode, you're doing it wrong. I'm expecting you to get this done in like a couple hours. I did. Yeah, yeah. I read. Are you, I read are you admitting that you're inferior to me right now? You fools! <laughs> okay, um, so, spoilers. Um, four stories, and four stories because while the other faction books already had themselves as established factions... Years of history. Yeah, the first, yep. the first story in the book is very obviously setting the groundwork for the explorers and kind of why they're here. Um, so it's told from the perspective of the new owner... Runner, head, governor, general, (laughs) governess, general, Mm. uh, uh, Gretchen Janice, who, um, we don't have much. I don't particularly care for her. She's a very, (laughs) it is a very ominous name. She's my my headcanon for her is Mallory Archer, and I will take no commentary (laughs) on (laughs) entirely factual. That is, that is the visual I have, and it will never change. If we get a model, it looks like Mallory Archer. I don't... Sorry, go ahead. I don't know, like, just through the story, she's not very likable. 
yeah, she's pretty awful. I don't know if anyone collected around the uh, collective table has less, ever listened to the Magnus archives. Not yet. I just had it suggested to me by my friend, though. You're the person that put that there. Yes. Uh, okay. So, what I was going to say, I'm not going to say because spoilers, um, <laughs> but the one of the archivists is very specifically named Gretchen. Nice. And oh. I can't help but feel with certain aspects of certain crews uh, that I might know what her end game is. Mm. Okay, well now I'm going to have to go Rut listen row. to all of that. Is it, <laughs> is it yeah. something that you can draw conclusions on based on the shadowy conclusion to McCabe's story in the Thunders book where she's also in there? I also haven't read the Thunders book. Well, go do that. I think Roman, Roman's the only one here who's read the Thunders yeah. book. Who reads Ten Thunders? They're the, everywhere. I we do. all know this. <laughs> That's one of one of the three books I haven't finished. We gotta, we're gonna have to kick you out of the Discord now, Roman. Sorry, I don't. Want to... <laughs> ah, Roman likes Ten Thunders too much. Yeet. That's like rule number two. Rule number two. Twenty rule Thunders. Number... God damn it! You're not allowed to like the Ten Thunders. I don't like them. I just want to know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> uh, being OP, Mary Sue's. There you go. Answer. Problem solved. <laughs> but yeah, Gretchen's bad. Yeah. Um, so Gretchen shows up. There's a party going on at the uh, headquarters for the Explorers Society, and everyone's there, or at least a lot of, a lot of rich and influential people. Name drop a couple folks, Winston Finnegan, Jesse Halliday, Sadir Archibald, Mr. McCabe, and his dog. Of course. Yeah, and his dog that Gretchen doesn't <laughs> Luna? respect. Luna is a proper lady, thank you very much. <laughs> I was very upset. I like it actually tells a lot about his character because you know he showed up to the door and they're like, no animals. And he was like, no. Except and you know Cooper was there with his two dogs, and he's like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Mine's my totem. She's coming for free. <laughs> is that now a requisite on all Malifaux parties? Your plus one is like a totem. <laughs> oh god, Somer must be the worst party guest. <laughs> Two mosquitoes again? It makes perfect sense on why Karina shows up everywhere Tara does. <laughs> <laughs> Inseparable, those two. Yep. They are. But we also got, you know, name dropped. And that's not necessarily people that are actually secretly associated with the Explorers, but uh, it was more of just like, hey, these this influence branches outside of the faction, including Tagger Quig and Angelica Durand. And then a fun little drop that I think most of us freaked out about. There is apparently a third lovely sister. Yeah. I mean, there's, I either, there's either a third lovely sister. Well, I mean, obviously there's a third lovely sister from what they said. Or Anna or Hannah are there, and there's another one that Gretchen knows about. <laughs> Ooh, that's just honestly say more terrifying. One of the lovelaces is there. I would I would like to pause it. We have Anna and Hannah. This is Jana. <laughs> Or, or Bobana. Yeah, I was gonna say or Bobana. <laughs> Bobana Lovelace, the uh, the black sheep of the family. I like it. Yeah. Do, does it have to be a palindromic name though, or is that the reason she's only now showing up? <laughs> Again, she's a black sheep. She she has she rhymes, but she's not a palindrome. <laughs> 
I don't like her for that. Nap, I'm, I'm going with Stephanie. <laughs> Anna, Hannah, and Stephanie. Anna, Hannah, and Stephanie. Nice. That's the problem right there. Ah, oh, Steph, you're the worst. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would definitely assume that this is not a twin. That's <laughs> come out. I had twins, three of them. I mean, this Triplets, triplets exist. There's a name for that. It's but I, believe, I believe they're referred to. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, I'm waiting right. for eventually we get we get an Anna sister in every faction, and then we get Octo <laughs> Mom as an all faction master. Oh God. <laughs> either way, this, this, either way, Stephanie clearly the hangs Octomom. out. Either way, Stephanie clearly <laughs> hangs out with the other sister of now twins, uh, Vanessa. Like we're friends. We get, we get Hannah, Anna, Bobana, Fanna, Banna, Vanna. Hi, I'm the lovely sister. I'm just trying to avoid the awful, awful drama between them. Can I hang out with you? Yeah, sure. Don't get, go into the fuck here. <laughs> Stay out of the fuck here. It fuck. is I, Mrs. Lovelace. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, I think. Moving quite right along. I don't know if this is just there's a reason for this, but the dual faction masters, um, Bast and McCabe, are kind of like the new guys that Gretchen just kind of looks down on. Yeah, she's kind of mean. Yeah, she is mean. She's kind of super mean. elitist. But she can feeds into my Mallory Archer headcanon. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, super elitist. Like even the, the like rich people that give them money. She's like. <laughs> Did you bring me what I asked for? No? Get out. Yeah. (laughs) Get out of my sight. You may hear me slip up and call her Karen. (laughs) Pay no attention to this. Karen Janice. (laughs) Karen Janice. Karen. Gretchen Karen Janice. (laughs) Fuck. Now I'm just picturing Ludwig as Pam. (laughs) I can see it. I don't hate it. Well, good, good. Okay, uh, moving right along. So she goes to this party. She's not really doing much. Pretty <laughs> god, the baby has sense. And that's oh, the sound right. she makes when regular people talk to her. <laughs> oh no, it's the poor. Poor <laughs> people. What is this, Christmas? We no, can't you... have them walking on the very same sidewalk. No. Do you have a potato? Even worse, that's that's what she says about like the rich. She's like, oh god, the regular rich and not the wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> the Irishman's dilemma. Do you eat it now or wait until it becomes ferments and becomes vodka? You eat half the potato now and ferment the other half for later. <laughs> Again, we're feeding into my Mallory Archer problem. <laughs> Like, there's no, like, this is the reason I actually like Gretchen Janice, is because <laughs> I've developed this vast headcanon where she's just Mallory Archer. She just doesn't have Sterling. Like, this is what Ar- this is what Mallory Archer could do without her stupid son. <laughs> where are we? Ah, uh, yes, point D. Language. Oh, Cooper. Never mind. Cooper. Yes. I skipped Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair. It's easy to skip Cooper. I like Cooper. I will admit his his story, like going through his trauma and getting through the depression to like have a goal and stick to it, was kind of 
it was miraculous and kind of uplifting, but at the same time, like, do something better with your life than turn yeah, no, into a mobile yeah. gun platform. He's fucking, he's fucking terabad, but I kind of love that about him. I love that he dedicates to being a fucking awful being. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, human life is worth exactly this amount of money <laughs> if you're not rich. Cool. I'm going to give you this money, and I'm going to kill you. If I don't kill you, you get this money. But, like, so all he knows is being rich and hunting. That is his entire mm-hmm. life. And when well, you read his fluff burp, he didn't even like hunting before, like, he got almost disowned. Right? Like... Which is even better. Like, I don't know. I've actually kind of fallen in love with Cooper, like, as a character. Because <laughs> he's so shit. Yeah, his, his like, the, the blurb on his... Like, he's so garbage, and I love him. I love him for being an absolute dumpster fire of a person. Like, he's, just, he's a torso, a head, and an arm, and that's it. And he's just an absolute dumpster fire. Nate is secretly two raccoons in a trench coat because he loves trash. <laughs> yep. How long has this been a secret? <laughs> Remember, Nate, they can't, they can't see you on the podcast. Ah, uh, yes, my stealth ability that my trench coat gives me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the, the like, blurb on his card page, not actually in his story, but he he's effectively the, the like, kid that got sent off to college without bothering to learn how to do his laundry. Learned to do yep. laundry from, like, what? Russian experts in yeah. the bush, and now just loves doing laundry to the point of he is an expert at it, is effectively he's what he's doing. Harder. Yeah, just 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 change out laundry for shooting things. God, I, I hate him. I love him so much. Why am I the only one here who loves Cooper now? Because he's a garbage character. He's so garbage, and I love him. I'm gonna hold it in. I'm gonna try to hold it in until we talked about his story. Because, like, yeah, I love, I love that story. The because of just the flow of it is so stupid. It's like a B movie. <laughs> it's like a it's like a B movie in story form. No, like I could not suspend my disbelief enough to get through that story. Is the problem? Like I see. That's, that's why, like, the room is on like the, like my list of top movies, and I understand <laughs> now. Like looking back, that's why I love this story so much because it's absolute like a garbage fire person, but goddamn it, like, because they went the direction of the, you know, the most dangerous game, but it's still too boring. I now just see Koopa thrashing about in his bed. I can't believe it. My body betrayed me. (laughs) I can't believe it. All my body parts betray me. Oh, God. Or Cooper played by Tommy Wiseau. See, no, no, no. I, I, I went an entirely different direction on B movie guy who likes shooting things in his part construct. Ash Williams. No, no, no. At Ash oh. Williams alternate sculpt when <laughs> I will play him when that comes. I'm out. okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe when we get like an alt Cooper and he's got like a chainsaw arm and a shotgun. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will play him when that comes out. I'm I'm down with that. I am, I, I, Ash, that too. I am narratively Ash. interested in him for one thing. I look forward to the shenanigans where the writers will just throw him into other, like, actually important to the overarching story cases, and he just, like, shows up just being like, oh, yeah. bully, I'm ready to hunt Seamus ah, today. A big thing to shoot. <laughs> Seamus is the most dangerous game. <laughs> Surely he can't kill Seamus. Miranda! <laughs> 
I mean, we spoilers kinda... for my whole case about the uh, about the Cooper story, Joe. I know, I know, everyone else in this in this but talk we'll, knows about my we'll whole thing with this story, but yeah, we'll oh, get into it when we get to Cooper. Story. Yeah, we did kind of not talk, move off of the talk of this, which is Cooper shows up and what? Gretchen essentially says, "Oh, Don't hey, by the way, there's a thing that exists that." could really use a gun shot yep. in its general vicinity. I need and you to sign these papers, then go kill stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, Cooper. You're done. Yeah, well, and, and he's specifically like, I really don't want to be here. I've been talking to these guys for 30 seconds with, like, a cigar and a brandy. I'm out, of, I'm out of brandy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of brandy and I'm upset. Just, like, you, you have three things to mention to me, and one of them better be go shoot a thing. And she's <laughs> like, I have exactly three things to mention to you. Sign this, sign that, and go shoot a thing. And he's like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's because I'm too orc, but I just I love this man. <laughs> God, he is an orc. <laughs> he speaks to me on a very primal level. He's simple. <laughs> he, he has kill. he has one mode. Run, oh, running God. a whole secret society wasn't fun enough for him. Nah, yeah. just kill. He delegated running a secret. So we'll we'll talk about Kufalea for in general. Lords born after 1900 only kill, not sign paper, not run secret organization. Also, can I point out the irony of a a lord, albeit a minor one, but a lord whose last name would generally mean my family makes barrels. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Different kind of barrel. I. I did forget that his name was Justin, because I know that they revealed that in, in the Gen Con stream. Because I've been calling him Lord Hieronymus Kufus <laughs> for about four months. Yeah, he's just Justin. Justin. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been sticking with Justinius. Justinius <laughs> Cooper. No. Bully! Or Justin Fourth Cooper the Third. Esquire. Someone give me a cigar and a brandy. Also, I I totally want Mr. Cooper, the alt Colette, yeah. to be like distantly related to <laughs> no, him. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I provided I provided my 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 headcanon in in a in a comment on a weird place of their brothers, but but Mr. Cooper is like the younger brother theater ner- nerd who who ran off and joined the circus and founded My Chemical Romance. Yeah, who also got. <laughs> So Koopa leaves the story, and then we have Ivan trying to, uh... So it's Ivan, Anya, and Gretchen, and we. this is the one thing we know about Anya. She's very hot-headed and wants to do things. Yep. Huzzah. It's about Anya's just there, like, watching all these other fucking characters. Just like, there's a bunch of fucking weirdos. Like, I, run a, I run a train company. We have Mr. Robot Man. Weird spy boy. This old lady who's got some other ulterior motives, like is this, this one? fucking spy twink? Why <laughs> is this where my money's going? <laughs> Why did I sign up for this? And out of all of them, you know she's looking at Ivan. Go, I could at least get you to work for me and do some industrial espionage. But what the hell is the rest of these guys doing for me? <laughs> yeah. I, I make personalized well trains to carry around undead aurochs. Oh God, yeah. Thinking back, like yeah, she literally. <laughs> commissioned a whole fucking train <laughs> to run from basically near the bayou all the way across known Malifaux. 
to the northwest corner of the mountains. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you know May Fang got that order for that railway and was like, what the fuck? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? This is <laughs> bullshit. Sparks! Many <laughs> <laughs> more gremlins! This is gonna take a while. So, um, did anyone actually, like, were they at all surprised about the, the Cadmus reveal? I actually I was. That was I was, yeah. I, I thought she was legit just like, yeah, I thought Cooper's I, gonna need someone to serve him brandy. I, I had my, I had my Mallory Archer headcanon going, so I assumed she was just <laughs> being petty about this random bus boy. <laughs> but then it was then it was a it was a uh, it was a hive mind, and I was like, oh, that's that's clever. I like that. But also, yeah. my headcanon is unchanged. <laughs> they do start yeah. rambling about pot roast, which makes me very happy that the hive mind still retains humanity. <laughs> That was funny, yeah, where it, like, slips back into, like, the human brain. Yeah, I mean, anime fans are almost human. Clearly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> almost. They almost have all the human rights. Yeah, but I, I assumed everyone would be at the meeting, except for McKay, because he was obviously not invited down there. So I mean, it's I, an explorer society. You can't expect everyone to show up to every meeting. Fair. Otherwise, but no exploring's gonna get done. Like I was expecting the dude to be like either the Cadmus plant or you know the sacrifice for some awful ritual. Yeah, that was more <laughs> what I was expecting. I was like, way, I need to serve brandy, and then we're gonna Kalima you. In a way, he kind of was, but he's fine. He's part of the collective now. Yeah, he's better he's, off. He's really, he really he's is. Fine. He is really better off as part of the 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 Cadmus hive mind. Never been better. Never been better. Poor. You feel great. We feel great. We're doing fine. We're here. doing just fine. Everything is as it should be. The sci-fi side of my brain is just like, I know exactly what happens with all these hive minds. This is going to be horrible. Nope. Huh. Okay. So we got got as far as like the secret meeting underneath the headquarters. And then Ivan was there. Language. Ivan there, the, the boy. Language. Oh man, what a great bit of characterization Captain because America it's a over here. Story, but also like that man is fully totally okay with telling talking down to Cooper like that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I appreciate I love that he's there. I like how he just kind of F's off and then Mordrick sits as a stand-in for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool, but like I also felt that bit was kind of rushed because like he's sat there as the stand-in and then the meeting kind of ended. It is enough for them to get out that like, like Mordrick yeah, is, like, is sat I, there. I know what they were like, trying to over. demonstrate with it, but it felt like there maybe could have been a bit more beyond that, just so Mordrake had something to do. I mean it it's enough to whet your appetite yeah. even more than it already was for I need an Ivan story. Yeah, and I, by the yeah, way, I weird, I need an Ivan story. We all need an Ivan story. This is true. But like, it, it just, yeah, it felt too short. Like, you, okay, you've demonstrated what you wanted to demonstrate, but you could have done a little more. But you have a page limit. Yeah, you could you could have had him um, unhinge his, his shadow. <gasps> swallow the waiter whole and then poop out a black soul stuff. Like, never. <laughs> All right, Nibbler. Yeah, that's it. I just... <laughs> Dummy. Uh, More yeah. jaw unhinging in Malifaux, please. Not enough of that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Oh yeah. So the the meeting doesn't really do much, if I recall correctly. It was just more like a status. Yeah, update. yeah. It's it's just like telling telling Mallory Archer. I mean Gretchen Janice. What's going on? Well, and, and to the point, like almost none of them actually say anything useful that any of the other ones would pick up on. They're all telling her specifically yeah. their updates on their one thing. Yep. <laughs> like there is definite compartmentalization of information in the Explorer Society, and it all goes to her. And to her, it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I do just real quick want to mention. Uh, I I know we goofed about mentioning Hive Mind, but did no one? Okay, Anya's been accepting the Explorer Society. Did no one maybe think to prime her on? By the way, we have a sentient exactly. series of rights that form up a whole... Oh, that's what I was saying. Like, she's looking at all this going, this is where my fucking money is going? What the fuck <laughs> am I doing? Maybe yeah, this is like, her first meeting that she's attended, or at least yeah. at this level. Yeah. Yeah, like, it legitimately just, feels like that, and she's, like, looking around like, oh, what have I gotten into? Oh. It just proves to me that Gretchen is terrible when there's no, like, content warning, just in case you're, like, very aggressively against spiders. We have a whole thing going on. They're great. <laughs> they're mites. That's the sad thing is that they're mites, actually. That's true. But, but ah, mites are erected. By the way, thank you for that really disturbing image in the book. <laughs> that, is I, that is my favorite art. Wait, which one? After, um... It's just uh, before Ivan. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yes. That, nope. <laughs> that poor miner. Ah, uh, for everyone okay, following yeah. along at home, that's page one hundred five. One hundred five. So, um, they don't really like they explain how Cadmus became a part of the Explorer Society, but I still oh, feel like that picture. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like that's still like a big whoopsie on Gretchen's part because, like, how does that not? How do you not see that through and think like, oh, maybe this could go badly? I I feel like this is this is Gretchen being her own personal spy master, going, I've already taken Anya's measure enough to know how this is gonna end with me there. And this is actually her like intimidating Anya to shut up and yeah. quit being mm. as aggressive. Like I keep I, I hate to keep harping on it, but this is the Mallory Archer move of I already know I've got you by the balls, like you're here. Like, you gotta deal with this. I have a hive mind working for me. Sorry. Oh. That's not what I was referring to. I was referring to the fact that she's not at all seemingly all concerned that a hive mind might get out of hand. Which, like, if you introduce a hive mind into a story, it's kind of guaranteed, right? Yes. I guess it she is, didn't it have, is one of the major... On the other hand, like Gretchen scares me more than 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 Cadmus. Yes, a big they theme do, of this entire faction thus far is hubris, also and fair. I feel like that is thoroughly well reflected in Gretchen yeah. being like, "Yeah, hive mind working for me, that's fine," just because I released them. Yeah, they do do a good job oh. of making it seem like it's not an immediate like concern for the safety of all humanity, because apparently they're not. Like, humans are not ideal hosts. Yeah. Yes. It's a very important detail, is that they're not immediately, like, fluff-wise broken, because it's not like, ah, yes, we're made to envelop all humans, and yeah, it's humans aren't a good host, so we can fuck with humans, but it takes effort. 
the constructs, you know, though. We're, we're, we're getting better at it. We have our own doctor. So, you know, eventually it'll yeah. be a fucking we, Yeah, we just yeah. have a virologist on hand. It's fine. We got it. Okay, do we want to talk about the hidden storeroom? Yeah. I know you want to. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I mean, who really, who, do, who doesn't want to talk about this stash of goodies? So after the meeting ends, Gretchen goes into this second, more hidden room. So much cool stuff. The in double it. secret um, room. Uh, I'm going down the list. Does Who wants to go down the list? Well, before we even get into the storeroom, when she enters the secret meeting room, there's a couple things that are mentioned, mostly in, in less specific detail. But yeah. the one that they they mention is a like twitching collection of wooden limbs in a bit of fabric. And I'm like, do they have Kaladi's body? Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, I could totally mm-hmm. see them having that and then just wondering, where the fuck is the head? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, Cooper gets obliterated, finally finding something that can beat him. Kaladi <laughs> Cooper <laughs> fucking fusion dance. Kuplati. Kuplati. I have the weirdest sensation to hunt children Kuplati now. with a gun who only shoots children. <laughs> you, you took the worst part for both characters. <laughs> yeah, you can now only use the gun if you're height one. Yep. yep. He takes gremlins for children arm. all the time. <laughs> he's a construct, he's got four arms, he's got a niggling cough, and he's got laser swords. Oh, geez. oh no, <laughs> god damn it, fuck. Ah, it's a fine addition to my collection. <laughs> a hatred of British people. Well, hello there. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so uh, we got a golden sundial with some stuff on it, but the the telling thing is that they have uh, three-legged creatures on it that are like there and not there at the same time, which I think is pretty obviously Voyager. I didn't even think about that, but read, yeah, when now that you say that, that makes a ton of sense. And with the time motif, mm-hmm. yes. that makes a ton of sense. There Especially is... with half of its face missing, but also present. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a weird piece of stone that smells of death. I'm guessing this has something to do with the grave spirit. Mm-hmm. Possibly something from Kythera. Yeah. She has a collection of very good hammers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, yeah. Very good A hammers. literal bag of hammers. <laughs> oh, they, they specified oversized, and I guess the only reason I can see, anyone I think see, the reason there's hammers here is that they're relic hammers. Yeah, yeah. Like, gotta be. Honestly, surprised a relic hammer didn't show up in this faction. Yet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's I mean, totally a fair I mean, statement. That means there are now only seven left un- unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What if we get a model that is someone just carrying three relic? No, that's the, that's the final Cooper. He's got four relic hammers. Kaladi's head. <laughs> he doesn't have lightsabers. He's got relic hammers. So which which tyrant tyrant beware? Is that, yeah, make him stronger. Which tyrant is it that shows up and says hello there to uh, General Grievous Cooper? I mean, it's the Burning Man, right? Ah, that makes sense. The Burning Man drops out of the sky. Hello there. General Governor. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, let's continue with this joke and say that the Kaladi body for a uh, relic hammer wielding Cooper is his avatar. Oh, Jesus. Him, and he'll be the av- avatar of Greece. Surely he couldn't kill a tyrant. <laughs> Miranda. Miranda, no! 
<laughs> we'll get to that joke, I swear to God. It's very important to me. We've got Filthy Blade, a, a, a blade that's that's filthy of some kind. Yeah, and not just filthy, it's spreading from the blade. Ew, yummy. Like, gotta be plagues. Yep. It's it's the, the knife that Plague used to trim his toenails. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> A pube thatching. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a <laughs> the collection of gears in Redstone. Uh, which uh, who wrote this? Was this you, Roman? Uh, da, 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 da. Yes, uh, that is a collection of gears and spindles, beautifully worked with a brilliant red gem, but only part of a whole. Like that's got to be the the box that brought down the red cage. That Plague was, like, working on the entire, what was that, second book? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Now, I'm I'm curious, like, like, okay, so I, his it, mustache. I initially read that as part of the device that Regin's trying to build, but the, with that description, yeah, you're probably right. Porque no los dos. What? Why not both? Oh, you think she's trying to reassemble Something them? like that, like, Imagine. going for a more advanced design of, like, basically probably binding all the tyrants and siphoning their super tyrant powers. Well, I mean, like, you, you ain't getting Shirufe back. Right, but now you have a Burning Man, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, I, like, I feel like the, the, the device is already done what it's supposed to. Right. So, like, uh, uh, yeah, the, the device as it was has already done what it's supposed to. What could they make yeah. it into? Yeah, we just sign up with all these other toys. toys. <laughs> They're going to send it back up into, you know, the atmosphere filled with all of the gremlins because she secretly oh! really hates gremlins. <laughs> you know, although, although, like, what's left of Sharoof in, in, in the Burning Man? Like, if he got trapped in the red cage again, could you imagine how pissed he would be like, God damn it! The same I thing? Out of here. It's been like a year! <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit! Uh, let's see, what else do we have? We have a a knife that is nothing, which I'm guessing is another call towards obliteration. Obliteration for, for making like void wretches that disappear after a while has two separate things in this collection that haven't gone to nothingness. Hmm. I mean, not all things associated with obliteration just disappear. I know, but, but that's... That's one thing I at least have been associating with it. Like all of all of obliteration stuff is made of the absence of what it should be. Yeah, and then once it rubs up against reality, it just starts wasting away. Yeah, I know. Maybe they're like preserving it somehow, I'm, like it's in a vacuum or something. Yeah, they. Well, I mean, they mention wards about eighteen times through the story, so I'm assuming so. <laughs> Bunch of bones that I oh I skipped one. There's a frosty ball. December's left nut. <laughs> I, I wrote it down as December's. And I took it a different know. direction. Thank you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, who who wants to talk about the bones? I guess. Look at the bones. Look at the bones, man. <laughs> uh, they're way too big to be human, so I'm assuming giant, a la Euripides, especially since they are uh, rune marked. Uh, with what appear to be burned crystals, so I'm assuming it's like Euripides' personal divination set that they stole. Jerks. Right. Because <laughs> society are not good guys. They would steal an old cranky man's bones. I don't... 
I don't know if you know about know this, but I don't think they're intended to be the good guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I for some reason, and I'm pretty sure I'm I'm, I'm wrong on this. Where I, I'm pretty, I'm definitely not positive enough for someone to be like, "No, you're wrong." Be like, "Oh yeah, you're probably right." I just the this this trip something, and I sort of feel like was were these the bones or whatever it was that McKay was supposed to deliver to the GG? Oh, possibly. It would make sense. No, here's just, you know, this plastic skeleton I bought. (laughs) Halloween spirit. Went to Home Depot, bought a 12-foot skeleton. Um, Hang on, I I think it was the the Thunders that gave him the fake bones, though, so presumably they would have the real ones? I mean, if anyone would recover those, it would be... Unless he gave the Thunders fake bones as well. Which would also make Doug happy, because that'd be another loss for the Thunders. Yep, yep. Also, yeah, I just want to make sure, Joe, as as the one Brit on the show, you are aware (laughs) that uh, the United States, we have the Home Depot that sells, like, 20-foot-tall plastic Halloween skeletons. Uh, you, you said it with such, it was said with such confidence that I was just like, that yep, is, that's that a is, thing. That, that is American a real American had. thing. And I just wanted to make sure you were a hundred percent certain that, that is <laughs> so fact. I have, I have a local home Depot <laughs> and 12 foot tall Halloween skeleton is nothing compared to the 20 foot tall inflatable Christmas dragon. Oh, Jesus. Which I have a picture. Oh, God, American Christmas! It's truly a delight. <laughs> Good God, this baby is not going to sleep. It's too excited to hear about the Explorer Society. Yeah, I'm I'm torturing my wife. Baby here. wants to know all of our facts, mm-hmm. or at least speculations. Uh, let's quickly go through this. She has a green soul stone in her brooch, which she takes out and puts in a little holder thing. Uh, the only green soul stone we know of ever is the Gorgon's Tear. And since we have reference to the Gorgon's Tear on the map from Tannenbaum, Christopher Christmas Tree, uh, I would like to think that they recovered that recently and she's putting it away. Which Could is be, terrifying. Yeah the, only other, yeah, the only other green thing I can think of is the the snake ring that Karai had that went into yeah. the aforementioned like red cage remote control. But this is clearly not a ring. Um, next to that was a dirt-covered monocle with a splintered lens. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that one's the one that really has me scratching my head. What was? Like, oh wait, hold, what was the? Um, what was the? What was the tyrant that was kind of tied to Perdita? Early second edition. Witness. Witness. Okay. That again, spitballing yeah. here, but a monocle, witness, seeing things. Yeah, spitballing. I could see it. That's that's my I thought. Was- now, clearly it goes to the dragon. Dragons wear monocles all the time. Mm, monocle dragons. <laughs> Very proper dragons. Makes sense. I figured if there'd be a witness reference in there, it'd be something crystals, just because currently still stuck in that geode. Right. <laughs> um, but yes, there is a pattern to this. Uh, it seems like almost all of these are related to tyrants. Seems to be. And thusly, so, did uh, the explorers move the overarching plot along? <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will. Like these are I'm, these are I'm meddlers expect- of the highest degree. I'm expecting Gretchen to be the next Herbert Kitchener. Yeah, yeah. This is this is our big brouhaha villain. Yes, much brouhaha. But uh, oh, I forgot the book, we- book with the book with the burning sigils, which I would 
like to think is the original book from Ephraim Wade La uh, La Fama La La Flam. Yeah, no, it, it's it's got to be. Yeah. Or if not the original, then some copy of it. But given that they Second have it, I would, I would assume the original. Just because yeah. when she's reading the title, she's like, she's feeling the insanity and magic burning within. Like, the the link there is pretty clear, I think, without them giving the name. Yeah. And she says something in... I don't know. Do you recognize those words, anyone? Yeah, it's uh, it's mentioned a couple times, and it's actually uh, she doesn't does she say it out loud? Uh, it's in italics in the book. It's Ra, Cora, Atla, Rolan, and they're all as individual words or names as individual sentences. Huh. That's a good point. It seems very Lovecraftian. Yes. Yes. Especially yeah. the rely or Rolan. Anytime there's a, a glottal stop, I'm like, Lovecraft? Also like the <laughs> soft H at the end, Atlah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Two of them, Koreth and Atlah. Like, yeah, it's, it's all very, very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Uh, fuck. We're, like, we're dealing with the tyrants, the old gods. I mean, and yeah, she's just I mean Ra, Ra would be an Egyptian, the Egyptian sun god, so. Which I know. Assuming it's that Ra, and there's not a different one. Right, but like that could be maybe another another name for Sharuf, or you never know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Never know. Hey, folks, we decide to chop up this recording into two different episodes just due to its length, so catch us in a week for the second half where we talk about the rest of the stories in the book. And as I always say, fun is always king. Enjoy your new explorers. songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.